Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. DT was in the locker room today. Normally, the wide receivers kind of do a uh, kind of like a drive-by in the locker room because they're not required to stay after their position meetings. They can just kind of walk through the locker room and either go out the side door or the back door. Oh. Most of the time, that's what the receivers do. Today, DT actually took a shower which is very rare for him on a Monday. You know I'm going to take a shower pill on Monday? <laughs> no. But I guess my point is this. Is he was in the locker room. Is he, like, spending he, more time? He appeared to be in good spirits. DT uh, showered. DT <laughs> showered. <laughs> Mike Cliff Justin. came up and- Yeah, yeah. I'm going to knock that chest off. Now, it's Crockett and Stout. Let's go, boy! Former Broncos DB Ray Crockett. Come on, D! And Mark Stout. You gotta make a play, man. On Orange and Blue 760. Well, of course, the reason why we had Coover in his commercial is because Coover is now in the driver's seat running the show. Welcome, Coover. Welcome, Coover. How you doing? I'm glad that I'm here. I'm here most days, although I have been gone for the last two weeks. You have. You were gone last week. We were on the show. We were just doing it from Atlanta while Mark was uh, back here in studio. But, uh, but yeah. But I, I must say this, though. And Anthony cut out the part. The best part. Of the best part yeah. about, this, that, about that DT story. Yeah. Is he was actually going in there for the last time yeah, because was, that was literally was the last shower that he took at UC Health. You, and, and that's the one thing that I definitely gave you credit for was that your theory was, was dead on and exactly right. It just took you five hours to get to it. That's that's the problem. Is exactly. That. Drops can only be too long. <laughs> yeah. I can't have two minutes before we hit the show intro. So that's on you. Well, the like, good news. If you wanted to get to that part, we would have to just let the segment be you talking. The good news is, is I have 47 minutes here today. Uh-oh. So hopefully I won't have damn. a story that lasts that damn long. Damn. But anyway, Mark Stout, not here. Andy Lindahl had to go. So yes. it's me, Thank you, Andy, once Anthony, again. Thank you. and Ray here for the last hour. And we're going to have a lot of fun. We got the crock pot this hour. That's going to come up here in about uh, 15 minutes or so. Uh-huh. But what we're going to start Presented with here. by Grand Z, by the way. Uh-huh. It is. It is. Grand Z <laughs> Casino. Yes. yes. And hotel. Yes. And where? Central City. Central City. There yes, indeed. <laughs> so we got, we got that coming up here in about 15 minutes. If you want to call the show, we don't take many calls, but if you want to call the show, such as Buzz from the CLT did yesterday, hit us up at 303-713-7600. You can also text us, begin with the word sports at 57739. But what we're going to start with here is the Combine. It is coming up in about three weeks. We just had Ryan Wilson on. We were going over the draft and who the Broncos might pick and who they might be looking at, so on and so forth. He had the Broncos trading up to number five to draft Drew Locke with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That would involve, obviously, giving this year's number one and more than likely next year's number one to get up there. But You just heard Mike Cliss say Elway doesn't like to do that, so I don't think that's going to happen. Probably not, but if he falls in love with the quarterback, I don't mind it. If you love a quarterback and he's going to be your franchise guy and you believe in him, I don't mind going up and getting him. We've now, done Grant, that before. 
Yeah, we have done it before. But it, but at the same time, John has obviously have not has not had the best success when it comes to drafting quarterbacks. He got a little bit lucky with Peyton Manning, and that kind of fell in his lap. Mm-hmm. But as far as drafting them goes, it has been a struggle. But having said that, if he likes a guy, I'm okay with him going up and, and, and getting him. If he thinks Drew Locke is the next coming of whatever, then I'm all in on that. Right. And obviously, we have a long process here. They said uh, John fell in love with him at the Senior Bowl. I mean, is it possible to fall in love with a guy just watching three practices? Is that even it, possible? It's, it's possible if you're looking for certain things. And that's my only problem. My only problem is I don't know exactly what John is looking for. I just hope that he's changed. Well, the interesting thing, we actually talked about this in one of the breaks earlier, is you kind of think that maybe Drew Locke is a little bit like John Elway, and that's what he's kind of following in yes. love with. But at the same time, you also think that maybe that's a little mistake because yes. that's what he's done in the past. Yes, and, and, he, and he even said this. He even said that he was going to evaluate and reevaluate himself as far as to what he's been looking at in the past and, and, and make some changes. And, and I just feel that that is the hardest thing for some players to do when it comes to scouting and when it comes to to judging talent and things of that nature, that is sometimes the hardest thing is, is for them to to get themselves out of the way, especially if you're John Elway, Dan Marino, guys like that, you know, Hall of Fame guys. It's hard for you sometimes to envision that a quarterback doesn't necessarily need your gun. You were special. You had it. And to find that again, it could be, you know, far fewer in between. A quarterback doesn't necessarily need your ability to scramble. or You know what I'm saying? All of those things. Sometimes you have to change. And, and you heard what Gruden said. Gruden was like, I, I didn't like smallish quarterbacks before. But these guys have made me change my mind. I have to start looking differently. And, and I think the same way with John. So far, if you want to, you know, say good or bad or indifferent, the quarterbacks John's have drafted have all had strong arms. They've all had the ability to sling it and all that stuff, but not necessarily ability to play. I think you made up a very good point about Drew Locke when we had Ryan Wilson on. You you told him that, yeah, Drew's best game was really good. Yeah. His worst game was really really bad. bad. And then he has a whole bunch of stuff in the middle. Yes. And we're not really sure exactly who Drew Locke is and what we're going to get. And I think if you're going to trade up for a guy like Drew Locke, you have to know what you're going to get. And I'm not sure that we know that right now. If you're giving up another number one, especially because it takes you out of the draft next year. that That is the biggest thing is that next year we all know it's not promised and all of that, but as far as on paper, it's a pretty good draft coming up next year, and it's a pretty good quarterback. Let's just say this. Other than Haskins, maybe Kyler a little bit. Are you Speaking of Kyler Murray, are, are, do you like him? If, if the Broncos took him, would you be on board with that? At 10, let's just say they stayed at 10. Yeah, I I would say this. I like him, of course, and I've known him since he was, you know, 10 years old. I know his family, and and I played against his dad in college. So I like him, and I I know the kid's a winner. I mean, he's the only quarterback ever in in Texas to win three state games undefeated. So the kid's a winner. You saw what he did at Oklahoma after transferring from A&M. So he has the ability to endure – Adverse situations as well because A&M was an adverse situation. Trust and believe. So I know all those things about him. So those things I like. 
But I cannot ignore he's 180 pounds. 5'10". I, I played in this league a long time. There's not many Fluties. I had an opportunity to be with Flutie during the Super Bowl, and 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 I stood up against him again. I'm like, damn, I'm I'm a full inch taller than Flutie, and I'm not tall. So for Kyler Murray, man, I mean, I I know for a fact he's he's going to be five nine and some change. He's not he's not a true five ten. I'm five nine three quarters, and 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 if I we're out of eye. So I'm thinking five nine three quarters. His hair may give him five ten, but five ten 180 pounds. You're going to have to do some scheme stuff for him. Like, there's going to have to be a certain offense that you run. Now, his ability to throw the ball is is good. Well, let me ask you this. Obviously, you know Shanahan's offense yeah. pretty well. You know, you've you, obviously you didn't participate in it because you were on the defensive side of it, but you went up against it quite a bit. Right. And Kyle Shanahan, which is where Scangarello came from under that tree, does Kyler Murray fit into his system? No, nah, not really. Not really, because it's it's not a a, a moving. Well, let's just put this: it's not a movable part offense for the QB most of the time. Now, what what Shanahan, the younger Shanahan, Cal has done, Cal has put a lot more movement. Normally, it was just the rollout and stuff like that is what Elway would do. That's how they would move the pocket, the half rolls and bootlegs and things of that nature, because you get that zone read coming downhill, and all the defenses were worried about the zone read, so you bootleg them. That's pretty much with Kyler. There's gonna have to be some R, you know, some run pass option stuff, some some fake handoffs, that that more college look offense. You're gonna have to include that. You you cannot alleviate which I do that like, for which, him. Which I do like the fact that Skengs does have that college background. Yes. In 2016, when he went to Wagner, so he ran some of that stuff there. He didn't just specifically run yes. that particular offense. He no. kind of built that in there. So in that sense, I think he, he could would be adjust. able to bring some of that. Yeah, he could definitely adjust as a coach. He could definitely adjust. So, but yet and still, you're still adjusting. You're still doing what I'm saying. Yeah. If if you draft Kyler at number ten, whatever your offense is, I don't care if it's the beast beefed up West Coast offense. I don't care what you're going to change it for that guy because there are some windows that he's not going to be able to see with 6'6 six, six offensive tackles on the side and 6'6, six, 6'5 six, six, defensive you know, linemen on the side. Speaking of Kyler Murray, uh, he obviously did a bunch of interviews at the Super Bowl, one of which that's gotten highlighted quite a bit was the one with Dan Patrick and where he just did not come off very well. There has been some talk by other media members out there that said that's going to turn some teams off and they're not going to look at him because of that. Do you buy that? Or did it make him look bad? What happened on the Dan Patrick show where he kind of really gave just basically – he basically didn't even speak when he was asked the question about he was, football, he was, baseball. He was, he was Ill, ill-prepared. I mean, does that make you look bad? No, that makes your people look bad. I mean, they knew that. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The interview was coming up, and at this point, Kyler is a bona fide star. You know, he's a Heisman Trophy winner. All Heisman Trophy winners are prepped 
before you go on air or the people that's interviewing them are prepped as far as what to ask. Hell, I gave stuff before I went on air, and I'm not a Heisman Trophy winner. I was like, I ain't talking about this. I'm not talking about that. I'll talk about – so – Hey, by the way, Anthony, I think we need to change the way we do this show. I think we need to prep race some more. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, yeah, I was I, – I mean, so for Kyler, I, I feel with that being said, yes, did it make him look bad in, you know, in, in certain people's mindset? Of course it will because certain people are, are really critical just in general. But as far as the people that are scouting him to play football, uh, newsflash, you don't really have to say much on the football field. <laughs> All right. Now, now, speaking of this whole process, obviously we're early on. We've had the senior bowl. Right. Guys are working out, getting prepared for the combine. Orange and blue is going to be at the combine. I will be there personally, along with BK, Ryan, Mike Rice is also going to be there. It starts Friday, March the 1st, goes to the first week there in March, I believe, till Tuesday. How important is the combine in this whole process? Is the pro day more important for these guys? Is the interviews after all that when they go on team visits? Where, where, where does it all where does it all lay out from the combine to the pro day to the team visits once that all goes down in the hierarchy of scheme of things? How would you rank those three? Um, I, I would definitely rank the combine as number one for sure because that is the the place where you get to do the most as far as player as far as scout as far as GM or whatever who's out there coach whatever that's the place where you get to see the most now some of it is not necessarily football but it's still reactionary what I mean by that is the one thing that all NFL players have to do and I don't care what position you play is you have to erase and replace you'll hear me say that a lot you have to be able to have good plays and bad plays and line up and play the next one, whichever one it was. It doesn't matter. You have to be able to line up and play the next one. Well, that is what the combines do more. And you have to do it sometimes in a place that's not comfortable, which that is the combines once again. You're all going to Indianapolis. It's not your home turf. So there's some, you know, some, some, place where you're not very comfortable as far as to how things are and how you're going to react. And then on top of that, you get to see real live reality and you get to see these kids ability to function. Let me, let me ask you this about the combine. Cause there's going to be, I don't know, handful, 10, 15 kids that won't do anything except maybe do the interviews measure and stuff like that. They won't throw, they won't run. What is, what is your take on those kids that don't do that? That's look. Now that is frowned upon more so than Kyler Mary's not answering questions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that leads you to believe two things. In my opinion, one, it, it leads you to question their ability to compete because it's one thing planning your division, whatever division may be is one that's a familiar division. So, yes, you may be in the SEC competing against the best of the best or whatever, but it's still comfortable and familiar because that's what you've been doing. Well, when you go to the combine, it may be a little kid from Georgia Sutton just out, blow you away and everything, and you got to compete. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to go there with a, with a mindset of competing and not only competing cool, you have to compete on the spot. Do you think Kyler Murray's going to work out at the, at the combine? Would you anticipate that? If I know his pops, yes. Okay. 
because his pop's a proud dude, Kevin Murray. Because you went up against him in college. Yeah, Kevin Murray's a proud dude, and Kevin Murray's all about competing. Kevin Murray competed out there on one leg one time, you know, hurt his ankle, came back, looked like it was 12 feet big, you know, it was wide, and still compete. So, and and he's one of those type of guys who who is, is so proud that he, he wants Kyler to put on the show. And I think it's important for Kyler as well, especially since not a whole lot of people – know about him outside of the tape that they've seen at Oklahoma to get him at the combine, find out exactly how tall he actually is, yes. how much he actually weighs and how good of an arm and how accurate of an arm that and, kid has. And that's what his dad's all about. His dad's been coaching quarterback. He has a quarterback school in, in Dallas and he, he coached Kenny Hill from all of the best quarterbacks that come through. Baker Mayfield went out there for a minute. So his dad is is eager to show off what Kyler can do as far as the things that you said, the window throws, making all the throws. Um, I, I anticipate him working out. I do. All right. We're basically about 24 days away from the combine, so it's getting closer. Uh, the anticipation will be high. John Elway, Vic Fangio, they will both be in Indianapolis, as I said. Orange and Blue and iHeart Media Denver will also be in Indianapolis for the Combine. We will have it covered wall-to-wall, just like we had the Senior Bowl. If you missed our Senior Bowl coverage, go to orangeandblue760.com. It's on there. We crushed every other station in this market coverage down at the Senior Bowl. We talked to all the quarterbacks. Super Bowl as well. We talked to Drew Locke. We yeah. talked to Daniel Jones. We talked to all eight of the quarterbacks that were at the Senior Bowl. They were on live with us. No other station in town had that. We also hammered the Super Bowl. We rocked that thing, too, and we will definitely rock the combine coming up from Indianapolis in about uh, three weeks or so. Coming up next, though, we have the Crock-Pot. There it is. It's sizzling already. Anthony Rodriguez has got it locked and loaded. We will do that. Plus, we will also... Talk some more combine as well. But up next, it's the Crock-Pot. Coming up next here on Crockett and Stout, Orange and Blue, 760. All right, Crockett and Stout, Orange and Blue, 760. This is the part where Mark Stout usually uh, says something rather interesting about the band that's playing. Yeah. But I have no idea what I'm going to say about this. <laughs> Come on, now. I've heard it before, but who is it? Uh, The Sugar Hill Gang. Give me something interesting, Coob. I'm waiting. I have no idea what the Sugar Hill Gang is. I got him right there at the perfect time. Right? He was about to say something about Kenny. The mic, and I like to say hello. I will say this. To the black, to the brown, the red, in the right, the purple, and yellow. But first, I got a baby. Come on, Coob. I've been to one. I've been to one rap show in the history of my existence. I'm sure. Want to take a guess at who that was? Eminem. No. <laughs> Run DMC uh, and the DMC? Beastie Boys. Well, look, you close. So give me something interesting about the Sugar Hill Gang. I, I got nothing. The I got Sugar nothing. Sugar Hill Gang was one of the first groups to come out with rap. Like, cross, you know, crossover. Now, who is this? Run DMC. There you go. It's tricky. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Walk this way, a little Aerosmith. <laughs> See, that's the only reason why you win. Because <laughs> you got one song. Errol Smith. All right. I did. I'm not a rap fan. All right, Coop. So. I'm sorry. I just we just had to get you, man. You was all ready to give us <laughs> his musical dissertation. <laughs> I'm, I'm not Mark Stout, so I'm not like this musical genius yeah, that's gonna sit here you. and like, we oh, this is the birthday of so and so. We're celebrating it here today on Orange and Blue 760. <laughs> Anthony Rod. Oh, they're in Classic. concert tonight over at uh, Fiddler's Green. <laughs> Cool. If you could have seen Orange and Blue Broncos country, 
how Red Kuba's face got when the music switched. He was like, I got oh, right shoot. as he was about to go on a Kenny. <laughs> Boom! I was going to say, Boom. that was a country song there that started with. <laughs> then he put the scratch, and next oh, thing I know, boom. we got that. My stomach was hurt. Uh, that was it for me. Hey, great. I got nothing. Let's get to the You know Quentin spot. Williams? <laughs> yes. Done. Yes, I know Quentin Williams. I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm good. Oh, there's something uh, sizzling. Uh, that must mean I'm it's good. like good. a rock body. I'm good. <laughs> Let's get it. Just eat it. Hey, I am not the uh, quintessential karaoke guy like Anthony. Oh yeah, he he definitely has all of us on that. I am I am I do not have the wondrous singing voice that he has. The hey, dulcet nice. tones okay, of Anthony though. Rodriguez. Hey, that's okay. We're cool with it. I, I will forever in life remember that scratch. It was good. It was good. Let's go, Anthony. What we got? All right, gentlemen. Let's get started. A little more Super Bowl. We're going to ring out the rag as long as we possibly can. Um, Aaron Donald. Okay. Obviously Mm -hmm. on the Rams. Lost the game to the Patriots. But he said, you know what? I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this. I'm going to use this loss. He said, quote, you got a taste of it. It's motivation. If anything, it's motivation knowing that you fell short. So, Ram, coming to you because even though it wasn't a Super Bowl loss, how vital and important did a role did this play a role in the Super Bowl runs that you had that '96 loss to the Jags? Uh, he he's exactly right when it, when it comes to something like that. Yes, I, I can definitely remember it just like it was yesterday. Once again. I remember leaving the locker room, not talking to anyone, not even my family or anybody. I, I mean, I had to really digest that we had just ruined our chance to walk into the Super Bowl. And and with me being a, a 91 member of the Detroit Lions who was at the AFC, I mean, NFC Championship game and not going back for the, all of those years, it was, it was, you know, it was detrimental. So, yeah, he's exactly right. You have to do it. And for them, the reason why he really can take it that way is because the year before, they lost in the the divisional round. So one step at a time. One step at a time. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take it there. Then you now you get to the Super Bowl. You lose the Super Bowl. So now, and they got a great nucleus coming back with all of the real positions in place. That's when you can really say, I can I can use this as a stepping stone. And related to the more recent Broncos, you just have to hope you don't take a step back because right. we know we know what happened. The Broncos went to the Super Bowl, lost big, obviously the Seahawks. Next year they get popped by the Colts. Don't even make it that far. So obviously but, it worked out, you know, in the last year with Peyton. But you got to make sure you don't take a step back. You just track forward. But the difference is when they took a step back from fifty, they lost Peyton. They lost that that main position. They have golf who should. And, and better get better from that situation. Now, he's the guy who really better use it as motivation after he watched the film of himself 
So, yeah. By the I, way, I that wasn't right. a drop. That was like as wide as a Grand Canyon going from <laughs> Peyton Manning to Trevor Simeon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's what I'm saying, that with Aaron Donald, he can realistically say what he said because he knows at each position from Brandon Cook to Goff to himself to Peters to, you know, you go across the board to Gurley. They got the right guys in the right position. By the way, what did you think of Gurley not speaking uh, the other day after the Super Bowl when they did their little exit interviews from uh, L.A. once they got back? Uh, you okay with it? I mean, I'm okay with it. I mean, the guy had a tough time, man, and and I'm sure he, he it was more disappointing for him because, I, once again, I don't care what anybody say. The guy was hurt. The guy was hurt, and L.A. covered it up. You know, they didn't want him to come out and say he was hurt. The coach kept saying, oh, it wasn't that. So so it looked like he just sucked. You know, it looked like the coaches were basically saying, he's not hurt, he's not hurt. It's not because – so basically, But if, but if he's, he's hurt, why bad. give it to him ten times? I mean, because you never know what – you know, he wasn't hurt to the point that he couldn't play, but he was definitely hurt to the point that he wasn't himself. Go look at any film before he went and before CJ came in he, he went out because of a knee. That's why CJ played. Look at the film before that and look at the film after that. Not the same guy? She's not going to tell me he wasn't hurt. <laughs> Next up in the crockpot, where in the hell are the Raiders going to play football? According to Matt Mayoko of NBC Sports Bay Area, who's been on these Orange and Blue 760 airwaves, the Niners are willing to work with the Raiders on a one-year stadium agreement, which would see the team share Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara. Again, this is coming from uh, Darren Gant. I believe this is NFL.com. Could be Pro Football Talk. Apologies. Uh, but they're not willing to waive their territorial rights to Oracle Park. That's where the Giants play, which would effectively end the notion of the Raiders playing there. I guess the league's bylaws say the Niners cannot play in Oakland and the Raiders can't play in San Fran without the team waiving the rights. Interesting. Gentlemen, where are the Raiders going to play football next year? I think when it's all said and done, they're going to go back to Oakland. I think they're going to get that figured out, and they're going to play in Oakland. The only other option would be is if San Diego decides to step up and they go there. You know, San Diego's obviously missing football when the Chargers left, right. and it's a shame that that, that happened. Spanos is a complete moron. <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, I, I think it would be good for them to go somewhere. I, I think it's either Oakland or San Diego. I think those are the two choices, considering Vegas isn't really an option. They're not going to put them in the college stadium. That's not going to happen. No, and I, I think logistic-wise, it would be perfect if they could share with San Fran and at least they could still get a good fan base because the Oakland Raiders, you know, right across the bridge. So at least there, I feel – there were, even though they're going, you know, the following year or wherever to Vegas, I still there would still be more Oakland fans at the game, and they will still have quote unquote home field advantage. By the way, I'm pumped for the Raiders to be in Vegas. I cannot wait for that stadium to be done, and I cannot wait for the Super Bowl to be in Vegas. Hell, now that sure is going to be a Ooh, hell of a time. Look, I'm sure you can, but I can tell you this: it's going to be tough. <laughs> It'll be tough to get guests. <laughs> What are you going to try to say? Everybody's, like, going to be hammered? Spending nighttime uh, in Vegas? What do you think? Playing cards? What do you think? Okay, it's players, so yeah, probably. <laughs> let, me, okay. let, let me just say this. If the Raiders are as bad when they get to Vegas as they are now, 
I think I'd rather do what I'm going to be doing here when I go to Vegas in a couple weeks with my girlfriend and my family. I'm just going to go see Excalibur's uh, awesome jousting and stuff. So, if the Raiders are that bad, because they're not good right now, they, and they, they won't be fun to watch. But they do have three first round picks, so I think they can at least start that process of improving. We had a chance to talk to Mike Mayock and John Gruden down at the Senior Bowl, and those guys are excited. Gruden's always excited, but Mike Mayock is is pumped. You know, well, he's been well, doing this for a long time, and he can't wait to have three first-round picks. Well, Gruden's excitement comes more from the $100 million contract. I'm rich! <laughs> mm, yeah, my girl and my family are going to go enjoy Excalibur. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think I could be excited as well. <laughs> And by the way, Coop, you know Spaniels has passed away, so we're going to say God rest his soul, even though you called the man a moron. <laughs> he is. Dean Spaniels is a moron. Next he up. was a moron. Next up. Let me, let me. Next up in the crock pot. Uh, this is just a portion of the quote, but I want to read it and start it here. This comes from Zach Taylor, new Bengals head coach. Again, part of a quote. If I try to be Sean McVay, I'm going to fail. To be quite honest with you, we're different people. I've learned a lot from him. But I'm going to be Zach Taylor and do the best I can my way. And not my way. It's the Cincinnati Bengals way, right? Everyone's on the same page. We're going to get the most out of everybody here. Shouldn't he ride the McVay no. train or just Absolutely be your own guy? Absolutely not. No? Okay. Absolutely not. What he said is what he better say. I mean, if you go into it trying to do or be anything other than yourself, then you're in the wrong position in the wrong situation. Yes, ride it to the point of that's where you got the job and, you know, you got your love from. Now be on guy. Yeah. After Shanahan and all, after you got that look because of those guys, give them love, dap them up. But once you get here or wherever, Cincinnati, where do you, boo? As they I'm say, not going to be the next Sean Bay. I'm going to be the first Zach Taylor. They, you got to. Do you, boo-boo. But I will say this. <laughs> If he's gonna be McVay, oh, in that case, do you Bobo? Don't be the McVay. Don't be the McVay that played in the Super Bowl or coached in the Super Bowl. I should say that was Jeff Fisher with McVay's face on. He got his butt that was, kicked. That was a, that was a convincing mask. <laughs> by, the, by the way, if 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 McVay is this like wonder kid, how could he never figure out what New England was doing at all? Because the bottom line is, he he ran into a buzzsaw. He ran into a real genius. He ran into Ooh. a real wonder kid. Shade. Just, look, just in a 60-some-year-old man. Oh, this, Shade. I, you just got to give credit where credit is due, and I put it out there. I mean, McVeigh is a great coach, but Bill Belichick is better. You think Jared Goff can bounce back from that performance? It, well, I mean, he can, but I, it's Is it's it going to be hard? Oh, it's going to be very hard. It's going to be very hard because when he watched those throws, and, 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 and actually, quite frankly, the New Orleans Saints game and the Super Bowl, both of those games, he laid eggs. They won them, but he laid eggs in both of those games. One, one major thing. Sorry, one ahead. major thing that the Rams have to do next season, from what I've heard of what came out of that Super Bowl in the regular season. Obviously, you don't want to make it a detriment to hurting your record to where you're so bad you don't win the division or anything. But the the Rams have to practice getting McVay out of Goff's helmets early and have him try That's to read the defenses exactly. because otherwise these teams are going to take that blueprint, there, copy it, and start it changing things the second that they know that he's that McVay's out of his helmet. There it is. Change the defense on Goff. He's got to start reading these things on his own. This offseason, McVay needs to essentially tie his brain to Goff's and say, hey, here's how I see things. You need to be able to see these things when I'm out of your helmet. McVay treated him like college. McVeigh treated him like he had the cardboard on the sideline. Belichick burned him for and it. Bel- and Belichick, and that was my whole point. My whole point was 
I, I like what McVay did, but McVay has to be able to essentially let go of the reins and say, you, you got to develop. I, I like what Goff did, but he didn't develop. That's why he missed throws and things of that nature because McVay was in his ear saying, against this coverage, this is going to be open. But when they shifted, he was still looking at that was going to be open. The training wheels were constantly on. Yeah. You have to learn to take them off. And, yeah. the, and, and the regular season, again, not a detriment to losing games, but you have to take those training wheels off long enough to where what, he is conditioned to ride without them. What you have to do, Anthony Rodgers, just what you said, it's a couple of games. You got to say, this half is you. Go call the plays. Yeah. Like, go, hey, you saw what you I saw did. What I did. Go win us a Your game. turn. Yeah. By the, by the way, one of the funniest things that I saw after the uh, Super Bowl mm-hmm. was the gifts. Because we've all seen those gifts of uh-huh. the guy pulling back Sean McVay. <laughs> yeah. Then we have Bill Belichick, Belichick pulling the, the trophy. Oh, wait. <laughs> so <laughs> making sure he don't see the trophy. Move hey, back. Here comes that hey, trophy. Maybe we're all trophy. wrong. And the real X factor was at least for the portions I looked, it wasn't the same guy, Ted Rath, doing uh, the getbacks. So I don't know. No. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the X factor. That wasn't the X factor. The X no. factor <laughs> was kidding. the X factor was Drake had on a Rams outfit. Ooh. Ooh. The Every, X, the X everybody factor. that Drake has, has stood up for has lost. The X Factor was that New England Patriots offensive line dominating the football game. A lot of things. All right. No. Last one here in the Crockpot. Crockett. Really didn't dominate. Crockettstout.com. Oh, they, they controlled Donald, though. The, the line <laughs> yeah, they triple teamed him every time. <laughs> you should. Coop has already seen this already. Take a look real quick. Crockettstout.com. Uh, <laughs> this guy shouldn't be playing punter. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Miami's new punter out of Australia. Lewis Headley, if I'm saying his name correctly, this dude is jacked. And this guy is going to be that punter where if you're returning, you better watch out for him coming down to make a tackle. This dude has massive arms. He is built. He's a punter, Ray. He's a punter. He's a straight rugby guy. And he's tatted from head to toe. He's he's rolling. Uh, he, He looks like he needs to be in an alley somewhere waiting on somebody to come around the corner. This dude, again, this dude's name is uh, Lewis Headley. He's a junior college transfer. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, you guys see this. Crockenstout.com. You got you to see this guy for yourself. Hey, is he, this, Should this guy be playing something else? By the, tight by, end? By the way. He should not be anything or in anything junior. Supposedly, he was he was he was doing Australian rules football. He, he went to senior college. <laughs> and he wasn't making it. So he became a construction worker because he was failing at its Australian rules football. Rugby is what you're trying to say. He was failing at rugby. Well, well let co- me just look at – if you just take a look at this kid, he, he was, should be in the taking movie. He should be in the next taking movie. Go get him to save whoever you got missing. <laughs> he, he doesn't fit the bill of a punter. But, hey, if he can kick it, he can kick. One thing I'm, I'm sure he can after playing rugby – I'm, I'm sure he probably can kick it. But I, I see him giving a sign. Is that the U sign? What, yeah, yeah, he's going to the U. Oh, he's going to the U. Yeah. Okay. He might. Uh, I know, he looks uh, like he's 80 years old. 80? <laughs> he, Pat McAfee was pretty awesome. This guy, if this guy's as cool as, as, cool as he looks, I mean, this guy might uh, be nah, the he, new Pat McAfee. He looks like he's 50, though. By the way, what else he has? He's got that porn mustache going. Porn oh, stash. my God. Bring it, let you bring it up. Coops, you you know you're telling on yourself, right? You know, you know you're snitching on yourself. I'm just, I don't saying. even know what a porn stash looks like, so you must watch a lot of porn. No. For you to know what it looked like. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying that he Anthony looks Rod, like he's he got a porn stash he on. He didn't even catch that. 
How would you know what a porn stash is if you don't watch porn? I've just been told. Really? Yep. Been told. Cool. I'm 48 years old. Cool. I have you know not I watched had, porn you know in God knows the, how long. You know if I had the heat lamp on you right now, you know you just messed up, right? You know you just right, messed up. Right, right, right. You know, if, I'm, if I'm the DA, you know you just messed up, right? Ray, you know I usually <laughs> side with you, but I'm going to be a little fair to Coover here as well. You, when you were playing days, you had a porn stash, right? <laughs> Once again, <laughs> I didn't even know what a porn stash was. Now I can just say, I can just say, hey, I'm getting it from Coove. Right, I'm, I'm just the, now getting it from Coove. the last Coove. time you stepped in a strip club? The last time? Yeah. Snoop, I don't dry snitch on air, man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Are you serious? Did you just ask me that? I did. <laughs> You're going to ask me about what the, the last time I The idea, the idea. See, listen to what I said. I said you told on yourself. I'm oh. not going to let you tell on me. Porn stash <laughs> is generally known. I don't think in this day and age, it's so well known. I don't think you have to be into that to know what a porn stash is. Right. To be fair. Right. Okay. All right, gentlemen, that does it for the crock pot today. <laughs> presented by Huku. Cool. Try to sneak me, man. It's presented, presented by, by Grand Z. Casino and Hotel in Central City. City. Head down there for a grand old time. And it's a nice place. I, I, I've been and I enjoyed it. So head on down to Grand Z Casino. And hotel. hotel in Central City. I have not been there. I would like to go there sometime. Should go, man. I think, uh, think they could, uh, since they sponsor the show, they could hook us up. Yeah, hey, I still haven't. Hor- they they was going to hook me up with a with a free night or whatever. Right. New Horizons and going I down. still haven't forgot before I got here all about that craps that we all still need to do. I know. We, we I still remember. To. We have to we have to make some time that we can do a show. Since they are our sponsor, we have to go down and set up Crockett and Stout and do our show from the Grand Z Casino. Can we By the way, gamble on air? Uh, not on air, but I'm sure off air. Yeah, we could do whatever we like. By the way, what we also forgot to do? What's that? Is 4th of July, we had that former owner who used to have a piece of the Denver yes, Broncos. Yes. He was going to blow off that large firework. Right. And I believe it was supposed to happen like right around the Super Bowl. That's right. We were going to oh, go yeah, one guy. broadcast from that. We need to get in touch with him and see how it went. And, and if they got the Guinness record. That or was the if the they're going to do record. it later, that we still need to go up there and broadcast from that event. Wasn't it in Steamboat, though? I thought it was in Steamboat. I forget where I, it was. I forget where it, it was. was. It was somewhere I, up in the mountains, that's yeah. for sure. I just want to know if they broke the record because it was they were going for a Guinness record mm-hmm. or something. So, yeah, we need to know. The largest firework ever. Yes. Hopefully we didn't hear him because of the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah. Please. Hopefully it all went well. I hope it went well. We'll find out. We'll look into it. Coob's on the case. We shall. <laughs> we got one segment to go. You can call us 303-713-7600. You can also text us, begin with the word sports. You can do that at 57739. We'll be back up, wrap up this show on a Wednesday hump day here on Crockett and Stout. When we come back, we will talk more about the NFL draft and whether or not the Broncos should draft a QB or go in a different direction. That's next right here on Orange and Blue 760. Yeah. All right, Orange and Blue 760, Crockett and Stout. I'm Michael Coover filling in for Mark Stout, who was unable to make it in today. Ray is here. We are in the crib. And uh, before we uh, get to the phones, as uh, we will do that in just a second, if you want to call us, you can at 303-713-7600. We will also uh, talk a little bit about the uh, upcoming draft and quarterbacks. But I did want to ask cool. you. Wait a minute. You didn't have anything to say about no, the I, I, song? Uh, that uh, That is not me. I, I had no idea who that Nothing. was either. So I just skip over that. 
It's like it. It's like it didn't just happen. Ignored that it, that it was even on. So we I not did. them boys in the crib. So are these guys? Yeah, I guess it's you and I. Are we these the guys boys. playing anywhere, or is it their birthday, or <laughs> we just playing that for the hell of it? Playing it for Ray. Just ah. just cause cause we them boys, man. Gotcha. Right here in the crib, we them boys. Go ahead, go okay. ahead, cool. I'm a white boy in the crib. <laughs> Evidently, I don't fit in. <laughs> All right, anyway, oh, I fit what, in just fine. What I wanted to ask you is a bunch of Denver Broncos. We're up supporting uh-huh. uh, Colorado athletic trainers to be licensed. Case Keenum was there. Philip Lindsay was there. What What are your thoughts on that about athletic trainers being licensed? And that's what they were up there fighting for. I mean, I think that anyone who who does a great job and, and does the right thing should you know should get licensed. But give me a background of it. Like, what what is the particulars? I mean, are they not allowed to be licensed right now? Or do you have to go school further? I mean, what's what's the reasoning why they are not getting licensed? Correct. So, uh, essentially, and I'm going to have to do a little more background research. I should have done a little more homework before I actually brought that up. Right. But, um, essentially, currently, they are not licensed. Right. So, they are fighting for them to be licensed. So, obviously, they can... Get better pay. Yeah, exactly. Everything like that. Yeah, better pay. And, obviously, they had to go... And obviously, with Philip Lindsay, he's he's broken his arm. Obviously, he wants to be trained by the best trainers in the country, and he wants mm-hmm. to be trained by licensed uh, trainers. And so that's why he's up there. In fact, here's what, here was his tweet earlier. I will be testifying today with athletic trainers and medical professionals at the Colorado House of Representatives in support of Colorado ATA's goal of reclassification of athletic trainers from registered to licensed. This okay. issue is personal, and I can't wait to share my story. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel they should be licensed as well because I, I know they all go to school and they all have to get degrees and things of that nature. So if it helps them to get more, you know, better pay and, and health care and all of that stuff, yes, for sure. I, I think it's a, it's a good thing for them to go there. And, and I'm sure that's what happened is that Philip Lindsay probably went somewhere and, and they were talking about how they're not licensed, how that, you know, cuts their pay and can't get health and all this stuff. Because most of the time when you're not licensed, you have to get all that stuff on your own. So anyway, uh, Case Keaton was there. Philip Lindsay was there. They were all fighting for this. So we'll have to see how that all plays out. All right, we have very little time left, which is probably all the time that Blair needs and the most that he deserves. <laughs> so uh, let's go to Blair right now. He's calling in Orange and Blue 760 Crockett and Stout. What's up, Blair? Hey, um, I was told, hey, what's your name, by the way? Uh, Michael Coover. Michael Coover. You can call me Coover. You have a porn, have a porn mustache, right? No, I have no, no he, mustache. He, he has no mustache. He, he was getting that you from someone oh, else. Okay, what was the whole argument about porn mustaches? That's the that's the punter that just signed with Miami. He looked oh, like wow. he had a porn is mustache. That, is that true? Do you have a mustache, no, no, Blair? No, no Blair. No, don't, don't take it that way. I have the greatest videos of all, but I will not put <laughs> the word out there. Wait, Blair, All right, that's TMI, TMI, Blair. Too much information for the show, I know, Blair. I was, I was, Keep my mom was yourself. saying you can't discuss that on the radio, but I already have with another radio co-host somewhere else And you just did with there. us. And, <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk about the Super Bowl then. Congrats. Congrats, Yeah, Blair. your Patriots hey, won hey, again. Hey, right, right. Yes. That means a lot to me, man, because I've only been a fan of the, of the uh, defending Super Bowl champs Patriots for uh, maybe uh, since week 14. So um, that, that's good. I, I, I really love the Patriots. What, are you a bandwagon jumper? Uh, you just jump on the bandwagon? Well, I mean, you're, yeah, you're from that, the that East Coast, Blair. Nickname. You can ask the, uh, the guy that's a uh, fan uh, in your studio of the, uh, 
Rams. Don't you, you live in like Kansas. Maine or New Hampshire or something like that? I'm from California, so I no, was. No, where do you uh, live now? Well, I live in Maine. Hello. So there you here. go. Yeah. So all right. Well, Blair, all. I appreciate you calling in. Unfortunately, we are running out of time, so we are done with the Blair experiment. <laughs> Hopefully for another month or so. Hey, but hey, he, he like has this. He, he does food. this like interview with a with a local paper back there. Talks about all the radio stations he calls into. I know. Guess what? Guess what? Our name did not make the paper. I know, and, and it, it's obviously pissing you off. It is. Cool. Let and it yet go. we still we still cool. let him on the air. Let it go. Okay. Broncos country says yes. If Locke is their guy, should the Broncos move up to number five to get him? On the pole. That's All the right. pole, Coop. You forgot. Hopefully it doesn't okay. snow another foot. If it doesn't, Mark Stout ah. will likely be here tomorrow. Otherwise, stay tuned. It's another hour of Crockett and Stout coming up next Join right us in here. The crib. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.